1: Broadcasting live from SENQ headquarters in the heart of Fortitude Valley. This is Pat Welsh and Ian
0: Healy for breakfast. Queensland made on SENQ, 693am. And a very good morning to you. A little brighter around Brisbane, Vegas today, <laughs> Hills. <That's>,
1: uh, oh, <laughs> just got my headphones on, Patty. Uh, yeah, it wasn't raining at least on the way to the car. So hopefully, as was predicted yesterday, the worst has passed.
0: Sky is clear, but not quite as clear for our mate Hook. He spent time up here in the Bronx. So, hook has been hooked. So if you've uh, been living under a rock, uh, as we uh, we knew yesterday that the board was meeting at St. George and it all happened very early yesterday morning. Mm. And uh, yet they still threw a couple of players up almost from to the Wolves to uh, to do a press conference as uh, is the norm. Yeah. not it? Yeah.
1: Jack DeBellin, who's been through uh, so many traumas in his own public life, mm. he's doing the media on the day the coach gets sacked. Mm. And it seems like without them knowing exactly what had happened yet, but yeah. surely it was after 10 o'clock, wasn't it?
0: Well, apparently Griffin was sacked
1: early. at 8. Yeah. And then the yeah. players, would they have trained and heard? And then, then they did the media? Mm.
0: Anyway. Uh, Deba- I, th- I think
1: he did know, actually, by one of his answers.
0: Yeah. yeah well, th- this was the Ballon talking about Anthony Griffin yesterday morning. It is sad to see. It's, it's very sad to see when anyone loses their job, regardless of what field or expertise they're in. Um, yeah, I have a lot of sympathy in that sense, and yeah, a, a lot of that is on us players, and I have a lot of, of guilt in the sense that I could have done more and probably helped it out, so yeah, it is pretty sad. Isn't that a sad comment?
1: Mm. That is pathetic. Yeah. I could have done more, but what is going on? Was it just that I played representative cricket or something and not club cricket? But I don't think I've ever been in a team where I could have done more. Yeah. I might have been shocking. <laughs> at times, and you'd like your performance to go a bit better, but I couldn't could not have done more when you crossed the line in preparing and getting ready to cross the line, yeah. and then what was going on out there, and yet he's able to say
0: that mm. that's oh, that's no good, yeah. So, yeah, there's mm. plenty of navel gazing down there right at the moment. Ty- Tyrell Sloan, who is the, this young live wire that has you know, had a slightly checkered history with Hook. Um, oh, yeah, he
1: threatened to drop He did drop him early, didn't yeah, he? Yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, he, he hey, spoke... How fast is he? Yeah, he spoke to Fox uh, exclusively last night and uh, uh, he had nothing but good things to say about Anthony Griffin. And I do understand why the club's done it, but, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, he, he gave a young Aboriginal kid a debut and that's something I'll forever be grateful of. And, um, you know, I love that man. He's, he's, been, he's been a great uh, person for me for my career and, um, you know, I appreciate everything he's done.
1: He threatened to leave, though, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I mean, these are young guys that are, you know. Yeah, you, know.
1: Don't, you don't make threats as a young guy. Mm. You have a good think about what's going on here. He he's a, he's a great footballer, uh, Sloane. Yeah, he's and an excitement machine. He he reminds me of a kid, a kid who's sort of looking for. Um, what do you call it? Acknowledgement all the time. Yeah, was that okay? Yeah. I said, Mate, you've just carved up. Of course, it was okay. <laughs> and he, he's the way he carries his head and his shoulders. He, he's. I have a giggle every time. Mm.
0: Then on Fox uh, NRL 360, Ryan Webb, the uh, the CEO, uh, eventually spoke on on what was a dramatic day in in one of the great clubs in Australian sport. Fairly quiet, I would say. Um, a lot of talking. We did a lot of talking. They did a lot of listening. But Not a lot from them at the moment. I think it takes a while for these things to sink in and then them to find their new place with a new coach. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think I can. Ben, Ben had a really strong relationship with Anthony, and I can't deny that. But Ben is also a competitor, and he wants to win. And I think those two things probably coming to a point where they clashed a little bit here and we weren't getting the results. So a lot of us had really good relationships with Anthony and we'll miss that, definitely. He's a great guy, but ultimately we're here to win and, and I think Ben's in the same boat. Yeah, it's a performance-based. It's pro sports. Yes. So they lost six straight. They're sitting at 16th. They're a big, proud club. Oh, and geez,
1: they're not that good anymore, though. You, you said one of the great Australian clubs. It which is. I mean, they should work. be, yeah. eh? And they're so far off the pace yeah. since they won a premiership with Wayne Bennett. 12 years ago. Mm.
0: Everyone was talking about it. tell Tellis uh, had his say on, uh, on on this upheaval at the Dragons. At the beginning of the year, I go back to Ben Hunt and saying, can you please support us? And then they're changing their name. They put the coach on notice in. And they got no one to replace him. The thing, what I think, is if I'm going to get rid of a coach, an NRL coach, you've got to have someone waiting in the wings to come in, do you? Absolutely. So what if Jason Rowell says no? Hmm. Well, look, it's it's understood the runway has been cleared by the Roosters because he's an assistant at the yes. Roosters, Trent Robinson, has been cleared for him to move at the season's end. Uh, but then, you know, the conjecture on the NRL 360 was – well, hang on a minute, if he's the only, if they've put all their eggs in this basket, Riles, who's a rookie, you know, will be a rookie head coach, yep. can come in and say, well, you know, I want a long-term contract, I want a, you know, King's ransom to come across because you've sorted me out as, as the one. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it makes for an interesting, more interesting byplay play and it can't be helping the players. Mm-hmm. Surely it can't be helping the players' mind mindset get ready for, you know, another game of footy. They shouldn't care
1: at all, the players. Mm. They've got to start, stop knocking on, stop missing tackles, stop letting your mate down next to you. Yeah. They know all the things they've been doing wrong. Uh, I've tipped against them again this week. I think they play the Roosters. The Roosters yeah. are probably – there'll be a bit of backlash there from an average performance too. But, gee, they should be dangerous, St. George. Mm. Um, you, you know, uh, you talked about that club, uh, you know, being so proud. What, what did Gordy mean about we're changing the name?
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. Oh, we don't know? No. That's right, and Benny Hunt should feel no guilt. It's been blatantly obvious that he's been the one giving the most effort, you know, in average times. Um, so even if he does have to leave or want to leave and walks, he, he shouldn't feel any any issues at all there. Um, so, oh yeah, can they resurrect? You know, their recruitment's been savaged, mm. and you know what I found out three weeks ago before the last board meeting: there isn't any recruitment. There's no recruitment head. They let let them go, and they've got no one. Well, that'll do it. So, you know, how are they going to restructure? And can a rookie coach start those processes uh, better than they've been?
0: Well, he's brought Lomax back, who's been out of favour with Hook. And uh, so this is the assistant, Ryan Carr, who takes over for the rest of the year. Lomax comes back into the team. Hunt goes to halfback. So they're, they're the tweaks that he's made for this weekend against the Roosters. <laughs> love to big, know what you think. Big tweaks, yeah. they're
1: bigger than Warnies <laughs> tweaks. The um, the oh, I just you know when you hear that CEO sort of say, "Oh, we did most of the talking," you know, and that should be. I'm thinking the fifth time they've had a talk to the squad mm. uh, and sat down in different boardrooms and different in in different groups and you know really get together today. My gloves off, Patty, is going to be what does harmony look like in a sports team? Hmm. In, a, in a professional sports team.
0: Well, they weren't talking to them at uh, Ben Hunt's 300th celebration dinner because they weren't there at the front unbelievable. office. Unbelievable. The yeah. players
1: have been unbelievable too, that silly barbecue COVID, in COVID. Then not going, not being available to go to an appearance, the event of the awards night, yeah. and now the administrators and management and board directors have turned the tables and not gone to... One of their great players. 300th match. Yeah, agree. It's, oh, they're when, in disarray.
0: When Kevy took some Brisbane players down to it. <laughs> oh, what do you think? On. Uh, one of the great clubs in Australian sport in disarray at the moment. Brighton Homes Open Line, 131355. Love you to join us. Or the text line is 0467 736 736. Big show coming up today. AFL legend Luke Hodge, as he does every Wednesday, joining us mm. from 7.30 for the full half hour. Q Clash this week. Q Clash 24. You're going to hear it right here on SEN. I think we start the telecast. Uh, or the broadcast at around about 5 o'clock. So we've got a huge run-up. I'm getting the thumbs up from Jack. Yep. Yep, we're on air from the Gabba from 5 o'clock on Saturday, and uh, it's going to be a beauty. Q Clash 24. Lions on a bit of a roll as far as the Q Clash Roll? (laughs) Right. It's one of the biggest rollers
1: going around, but the Suns are pretty good. They're on a smaller roller, but uh, they'll be pretty confident. So let's see how they can match it with the Lions. Well, you're talking to your favourite red, Harry Wilson. Yes, I think he might have led the pack of dogs. That's how we <laughs> got to go. And we'll talk to Tommy Hackett today about. And one of the questions I'll ask him: What's the odds of back-to-back Reds win wins against New Zealand? New team? Zealand
0: team. Mm.
1: Well, Saturday <laughs> night
0: at the Suncorp. About a week and a half ago, there would have been a hundred to one. Yeah, I know. Mm. Should have got on then. Mm. Oh, we've got PGA CEO uh, Gavin yeah, Kirkman. Actually, I'm, going sure, to join
1: us. I'm sure Cuzzy will be telling us that soon, uh, won't you, Cuz? Uh, <laughs> when
0: when's it the last
1: time we've won back to back against New Zealand teams? Mm, exactly right.
0: Hey, uh, yeah, uh, PGA CEO uh, Gavin Kirkman will join us. They had a little soggy launch yesterday. I felt for them. I got home after dropping you off in the limo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had a photo shoot for the uh, the BRC, well, for the Stradbroke season, which was a little bit tough, but we found we dodged the show. are you, an ambassador. Uh, yeah, I'm an ambassador for one of the uh, one of the big marquees out there. The marquee, on yeah. So Sess is going; she's very excited. I huh? oh, said, "Well, Sessa, if you're listening, actually, the colours for uh, <laughs> uh, for Stradbroke Day. <laughs> oh,
1: oh you Stradbroke Day! You're you're a marquee ambassador. Yes. Oh, that's huge, mate. Mm. That, that, what colours are they? Black and white, uh, with a, a splash of red. Oh, okay. Mm. That was last year too. Remember, you were supposed you were looking for. Necker, you know, like handkerchiefs mm. that might be your splash of red? Mm. That must have been the same as last year. Mm. Why don't you wear your same strip? Because you let us down last year. You're going to do it right this year, you? Eh? I've
0: still got a few of those Channel 7 suits at home. Well, yeah, <laughs> a look at them.
1: You've got a beautiful red logo there. <laughs> and just maybe fill it in. it might get a diamond or something.
0: Remember that one that we used to have? I don't the know, jockeys I like have those. diamonds on their silks, don't they? They do? Yeah, they do. You have a red diamond there. I had, we had one, remember at school, did you ever have play with rods? You know, the, you had. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the crimson rod? Was yes. Blue, it was four, was it? Crimson I'm was not four. sure. Well, we had a seven sport jacket that was look, like the crimson rod. Colored, oh, it was a shocker.
1: Absolute shocker. And that's the one you've still got? That,
0: that's the only one I've kept. <laughs> I, I, I reckon, I reckon I've had over the years, in close to half a century, probably 25 seven sport jackets, Yes, it was, you know, whatever we do, whether we're doing golf or motor racing or Olympics or whatever, and the only one that I really kept was this crimson thing because it was just so god-awful. It was just shocking. Wow. And I how mean, we ever wore it on air, I don't know. could be good now. Why there wasn't an official protest. I don't, tell me that McEvaney and Sandy Roberts didn't have to wear that. <laughs> well, well, that could be good now. I spoke uh, to Mac uh, again. And your excuse.
1: pants will suit perfectly for mm. that suit because they'll be short, <laughs> you know, and you can n- not wear socks <laughs> and you still put your brogues on. And out you go to the Mocky. Um, and so, who did you uh, get photographed
0: with? Any horses? Uh, no, no, no. Um, a, a young lady, well, not a young well, a, a, a beautiful lady from Gundawindi who'd driven in for the day. Kimberly <laughs> Busteed will be doing the tent with me, but she's crook. And yeah, married, well, married to the chair of uh, he's in hospital, who, who's also crooked, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be joining us in Cairns. He's long odds to get up there. He's he's got the I don't flow. want him anywhere near us, yeah. but well, that's exactly right. The don't flu come to and pneumonia, Simma. If you're listening from your hospital bed, don't come to Cairns. We don't want you up there, yeah. we don't need you there. It's gonna um, be too rugged for you. Yeah. Your landy was a, a lady who works on the land at uh, uh, at Gundawindi. She's a pilot, a very, very talented lady. He's got four kids. Uh, but she's going to be part of the, the 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 setup as well in the tent that yeah. afternoon. She came down, drove all the way down from Gundawindi yesterday for this photo shoot. You're so just going to be in there afternoon.
1: Yeah, I'll be there all afternoon. Where, would you be in there mid morning, late morning? Yeah, look, oh, I that's an
0: I, afternoon. I'm thinking probably a 10:30 arrival. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't uh, want to miss anything. Similar <laughs>
1: departure, <laughs> I would have thought. On the way down, Racecourse Road.
0: <laughs> oh, well done, mate. Mm. Love you yeah. to join us, uh, the stally, <laughs> It's brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Uh, Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. And don't forget Brighton Homes—they're locking in your price until 2024. Yeah, that gives you the confidence, of course, to build your dream home today. So the show includes Luke Hodge. We'll have a chat to Harry Wilson. We'll have a chat to the, AF- uh, the uh, PGA, I should say, CEO, uh, Gavin Kirkman. We will hear from the AFL CEO about uh, the dramas that are going on with uh, Tasmania at the Ooh. moment. Vanessa's sort of looking. She's just arrived in the studio. She's nodding her head. There, there's been quite a, a protest and, and a backlash over this the, the new team more so the money spent on the new stadium, Vanessa, isn't it? That, yeah. that's, that's where it's coming from. Yeah, there's certainly some loud voices out there yeah. going, actually, we as Tasmanians don't want this and what it yeah. will mean for their future. Well, <laughs> let, let's quickly have a listen to, to Gil McLaughlin about this. We're not pulling out. We've already, The decision's made. It's ta- this, is Tasmanian,
1: this is a Tasmanian um, political issue that's playing out and I'm not going to comment on Tasmanian politics. That's not my, not my, not my role. If you, want to, if you want an AFL team, it comes with a stadium. And the people have their views about that, but it's now funded. It's easy to oppose things. It's easy to point to alternate uses of, of capital. But actually, the business case around this about actually tourism, construction, economic impact, pride, there is a demonstrated business case. And this, the business case is for Tasmanians with significant funding coming externally.
0: I think significant. Hmm. So what they're saying, the the opponents are saying this money, which is a significant amount of money, can be spent better Mm. elsewhere. Yeah, and two MPs have actually deferred from the Mm. government saying, uh, yeah, we, we think the money should address the current housing crisis and that, you know, they weren't totally happy with the transparency around some of the decision making. Yeah, so it's not done yet by the sound of it.